Welcome to the Vibrant Living Podcast with Stacey Harmer. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm a certified holistic health and life coach and passionate about creating a vibrant life. We'll have conversations about nourishing your body, heart, mind, and soul, discovering your purpose and passion, and sharing your gifts with the world. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 20, Gottman's principle number one, love maps. Hi everyone, welcome, welcome to our podcast today. So excited to connect with you and get into these principles of making marriage work. So like I have mentioned over the next seven weeks, I'll be breaking down the seven principles to make marriage work from Dr. John Gottman. I'm a trained Gottman relationship leader and have learned a lot from his study and research and work. So he introduced the concept that a strong relationship and marriage is like a house. It has weight-bearing walls and levels that each person builds upon to create a sturdy bond. He calls this structure the sound relationship house. So what is that exactly? Okay, I'm going to give you a quick overview floor by floor. Floor one is building love maps, and that's what we're talking about today. It all begins on that firm foundation of really knowing each other. A love map is the essential guide to your partner's inner world. What are their likes and dislikes? Who is their best friend? Did they have a happy childhood? How do they prefer to relax after a tense day? Building love maps means asking the right questions to learn more about your partner. And in an ideal relationship, you and your partner know each other better than anyone else. Okay, the second floor is sharing fondness and admiration. Everyone needs to hear something nice about themselves, and it means the most when it comes from your spouse. So sharing fondness and admiration is simply vocalizing the characteristics that you appreciate and taking time to do that. And so floor three is turning towards each other. When you need attention, support, and comfort from your spouse, you're likely to say something or make a gesture to elicit a response from them. And this is what the Gottmans call a bid. Your partner turns towards that bid when they reply with what you need. When we turn away or against each other, that spells disaster for any relationship. Floor four, the positive perspective. Isn't so much of life all in how you look at it? So couples in healthy relationships see the best in each other and don't rush to offense or criticism. We give each other the benefit of the doubt. And you know what, like I said, this is just a brief overview. So every week we'll be going deep dive in into each one of these principles. Okay, floor five is managing conflict. Since you can't avoid conflict, none of us can. Knowing what to do when it inevitably shows up is the key. We'll be talking more about this in an upcoming episode about how to handle the two types of conflicts, solvable and perpetual. Yes, you heard that right, perpetual. All couples have it. (laughs) Perpetual conflicts, meaning those conflicts that never get solved. You might have had conflict when you were first married and 20 years later, you still have that same conflict. So we're going to talk about how to deal with those um, types of conflicts. And floor six, make life dreams come true. The beauty of a strong marriage is that you have someone who will not only encourage you in your goals, but also help you reach them. Sharing your dreams together is exciting. 
Floor seven, create shared meaning. This is the icing on the cake or the top level of the house. This is where you create a culture as a couple and a team that is working together. It's finding rituals of connection that define you as a unit. Next, I want to talk to you about the weight-bearing walls on each side of those floors, okay, of the house. So if you just picture a house, that's kind of a stick figure of the house and the different floors or levels, the two side weight-bearing walls are trust and commitment. So as important as all the floors of the house are, they don't hold together without the pillars of trust and commitment. In a healthy, supportive relationship, it takes two people to make the decision to have faith in each other and stick together. They freely love one another and pledge to help that love grow. If there is no trust or commitment in the relationship, no matter how hard you work at the principles, the house will collapse. That means both partners are committed to making the marriage work. And if trust has been broken, it can be rebuilt. But that in itself is a long process of healing and rebuilding the trust. And it takes time and a lot of effort to regain trust once it is broken. For a marriage to work and survive, both individuals must be committed to marriage and to each other. Okay, so that is the overview of the Sound Relationship House. And in today's episode, we'll start with the first principle, building love maps. Essentially, love maps are how couples can stay curious about one another. It's asking questions to explore each other's inner world. As you both ask questions and take notice of the little things, you start to build a mental map of who your partner is, what their likes and dislikes are, hurts and hopes, and everything that makes them who they are. It's simply staying connected and interested in each other. So I had a friend who has been divorced and actually now is happily remarried. But I remember her sharing with me how she woke up one morning after they'd been married several years and she just felt like she did not even know her spouse anymore. They never talked or communicated. They began living separate lives and pretty soon they didn't have many points of connection to keep them together. Dr. Gottman has found in his research that emotionally intelligent couples are intimately familiar with each other's world. He calls this having a richly detailed love map. His term for that part of your brain where you store all the relevant information about your partner's life. They remember the major events in each other's history and they keep updating information as facts and feelings of their spouse's world change. It sounds simplistic, but it is knowing all the details of your spouse. For example, when she orders him a salad, she knows to ask for the blue cheese on the side. And if she's out late for an event, he'll tape her favorite TV show because he knows which one it is and when it's on. He could tell you how she's feeling about a situation with her friend. They know each other's goals in life, each other's worries, and each other's hopes. So without such a love map, you can't really know your spouse. And if you don't really know someone, how can you truly love them? You know, in the Bible, it talks about sexual love as knowing someone. So, and in knowledge, there is strength. From knowledge springs not only love, but the fortitude to weather the marital storms that we all have. Couples who have detailed love maps of each other's world are far better prepared to cope with stressful events and conflict. 
So if you and your sweetheart are coasting along but just need reminders to connect, there are some simple options out there to give a, give a boost to develop your love maps. Sometimes all you need to do is just commit to regular date nights. For example, every Friday night, you guys can go out and spend a couple hours of uninterrupted time alone or out on the town. Or it might just happen in your home. Right now, my husband and I have an alarm set on our phone to remind us to connect at 9.30 p.m. every night. This has allowed us to carve out time for each other amidst our busy lives. We've decided that that's the time that we kneel and say a couple prayer and then take a few minutes and read our scriptures together. I have to admit, we have never been very good at doing this as a couple, but we were given a challenge several months ago, so we committed to it and we are enjoying it. It's been good for us. Another activity we're doing in the evening during that connection time is we have, well, we've done this in the past and I'd love to pull it out just randomly as well, is we go through the Gottman deck, well, the card deck. And so this is a free app, okay? In fact, I want you to search Gottman Card Deck on the App Store, and it's a red square icon with hearts on it. Once you open up the app, they have many different card decks. Um, well, the different categories like love maps, open-ended questions, rituals of connection, date questions, etc. So sometimes during our evening couple time, I'll just open up the app and ask a question. Or, and then he'll ask me a question. It might even just be one question, but it's just kind of digging deep more into our personal lives. So here's some examples. If you could jump on a plane tomorrow, where would you go? What did you like most about the place you grew up? What about it did you like least? What is something small that really makes your day? If you could only keep one book you currently own, what would it be? What's your, what was your favorite part um, Sorry, what's your favorite part of your job? Describe your ideal morning. You get the idea. Okay. So it's simply just being curious and really trying to understand each other and the details of each other. So in Gottman's book, Seven Principles to Make Marriage Work, he has activities that you can go through along with each chapter. And in our training and in our work as a, as a couple, we've gone through those activities. It's not just reading and studying and getting those principles down. It's actually having an experience where you're putting into practice each of the principles. So another fun activity for love maps is the 20 questions game. And you can come up with 20 questions. That, so this is where both, both of you simply answer for the other to see really how well you know each other. So you have a question and then each of you writes down your answer for yourself. Then as you go through the answers, you'll discover how detailed your love map really is. There are examples in his book in the chapter on love maps, but here are just a few. So name my two closest friends. So each of you would write down the answer for yourself and then you guess what each other wrote to see how well you actually knew the details of their life. So another one, name my favorite music group. What was I wearing when we first met? Who is my favorite relative? What is my favorite meal? What is something stressful I'm dealing with right now? What is my favorite movie? What is one of the best experiences I had during my childhood? So you really can come up with any question about yourself and play the game. And it's simply like, how well do we really know each other? Okay, there's an old song called, To Know You Is To Love You. 
And the more we step into our spouse's world, the more we truly know them and create those feelings of empathy, love, and connection. If you need help as a couple with this, you can go to the www.gottman.com and you can sign up for, they have a marriage minute and they'll send a, like a marital tip right to your inbox. Um, they have different retreats and workshops. Also on my website, stacyharmer.com, under programs, I have a couples course that my husband and I did um, that is recorded and you can go through that um, home study with your spouse and then you just order the materials to go right along with that. So it's important that you actually get into the book and do the exercises. That is when the growth happens. Getting to know your spouse better and sharing your inner self with your partner is an ongoing process. We have to revisit it. So in fact, it's a lifelong process, but love maps really are only the first step. Happily married couples don't just know each other. They build on and enhance this knowledge in many important ways. And we'll be talking about the second way next week, fondness and admiration for one another and how we can continually nurture that and build upon that. So your action item for this week is to go to the app store, download the Gottman card deck, carve out time on a regular basis where you can explore each other's love maps and go through some of the questions in the card decks. But it shouldn't just be one and done. What we're trying to do here is build habits that are sustainable. So how are you doing that? It's the daily habits repeated that start forming those patterns and create our neural, neural pathways that make change. So even though my husband and I, our goal is to spend 30 minutes nightly connecting, I always like to set up a minimal effort <laughs> or a floor habit, habit to fall back on. So if we're in a big like hurry or we're tired or whatever, We'll just say, okay, we can do something short, you know, something under one minute. <laughs> so right now we're focusing on prayer and scriptures together in the evening. But if it's a busy night, maybe we just do one verse. Or maybe we simply ask one question from the card deck. So there's power in getting in the regular habit of doing something to build that foundation. But you want to give yourself a leeway that if you don't do it perfectly, it's okay. But you're still building those little tiny habits that's actually a book but tiny habits and it's super powerful and atomic habits as well so i promise you through um as you're doing this you'll not want to stop at just one question if you're if you are doing the questions because it's really fun as you connect with each other diving deep and really getting to know each other better and just as friends, just talking. How often do we just talk about each other? It's usually talking about what's going on in the day or this is our responsibility or all of that, but just talking to get to know each other as a friend because that is the foundation. That first floor love maps, maps is about building that friendship. And that's what Gottman says is really the key to a strong marriage, to the key to help you withstand the storms is having that friendship. So thank you everyone for tuning in today. I hope you have a wonderful week. And I want you to not forget to mark your calendar to join us on May 14th for our Vibrant Living Wellness Conference. It's here in Sandy, Utah, and we'll also be having a virtual option as well. Registration is coming soon. I'll let you know. So have a wonderful week and we will catch you next week for principle number two, fondness and admiration. Bye-bye.